Hi, I'm Derek. I'm Steven. And welcome to the RC Launcher Pilots one year episode. Yes! Yeah. We made it. Yes. Roll. Welcome back. <laughs> How's it going, guys? I can't believe we've been doing this for a year. Yep, it's a little crazy. And I still don't know how to work my microphone. If you point it at you instead of up, it might... Well, then it's at my chest. Cause well, you pick it up and you point it at you. I mean, it's there only been a year. Yeah. <laughs> so I doubt we'll ever have a... Well, we will <laughs> never have a professional anything. But, <laughs> no. But still... <laughs> So, but welcome. Whatever. How's everybody doing? I'm uh, doing great. Yeah, so am I. It's been a busy couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, not much with <laughs> RC stuff for me. But, I've been busy know. in both aspects. It's been nice. Yeah. All mm-hmm. right. Do we have any news to cover? Hit up our RC battery sponsor, rcbattery.com. Check it out. They've got awesome stuff, and they've constantly got new stuff coming in. Um, they recently got a new couple series of chargers. Okay, um, cool. And I think they have a couple new series, uh, a couple uh, sizes of batteries that are new c- to come in. So Sweet. go hit those up. Yeah, check them out. And they have more. They have them in more than just the XT60 and XT30 and XT, the XT series connectors. Like they you have can, other connectors. Yeah, they have like the EC connectors, the the Horizon Hobby ones. Oh, okay. So not not the smart Spectrum smart battery ones, but just the regular blue EC battery connectors. Oh, okay. The yeah. kind that used to be on your Radian yeah. before we switched it out. Yeah. So, so yeah. Hit them up for all your battery needs. Um, great prices, great people. Very cool. Yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, real quick, just wanted to throw in an update that we completely missed in the news section of our episode. Um, due to busy summer schedules and kind of a lack of availability to get out and do stuff and fly and things, we are going to be dropping down from our two-week episodes down to one-month episodes. Um, this way, we hope to provide you guys with better content, some better actual stories of what we've been doing, um, rather than just kind of us kind of rambling and going, oh, I didn't do anything this week. So, yeah, because we want, we want to be able to share the stories with you guys. That's the that's the fun stuff. So um, we'll be going down to one month or monthly episodes for the foreseeable future. We'll let you know if that ever changes. Um, but, yeah, tune in or keep tuning in. You can follow us on Instagram. Um, to see regular updates of what we're working on and what's going on with us. But, yeah, we'll we'll make sure all that ha- ends up in the episodes as well. So, thanks. Uh, that is all news-related stuff that I have. That's all news. I'd share the latest update from SIG Manufacturing, but I think they've gotten busy and they didn't post an update this week. Okay. Um, which is understanding cause last, understandable because last week's update actually came in a little late. So, so they're just getting busier and busier, which is good. This yeah, is, this no, is good. They, they actually have they have <laughs> stock that they need to deal with yeah. and get out to customers. Yeah, and so, that's that's very awesome. So that's going on. Um, I don't think we have. Yeah, the last update was last month. I don't have any other news. All right. I'm. I mean, yeah, I don't really have any news either. Do you guys have any news? Thank you. Oh, that's, that's cool. That's nice. Nice. Uh, and when we hear it, we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll share it with anybody. We'll we'll share it with you guys. Um, how about products? Do you have any new products? <laughs> yes. I thought you did. You talk about that one already. Which one? 
I don't know. Which one are you going to talk about? I have four. You have four? Oh, well. All right. What's your new products? So on my Tandem X20, uh-huh. it has built-in internal antennas. Okay, yeah. The 2.4 gig antenna is inside the frame of the screen. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's got two. It's got two poles: one vertical along the vertical axis of the screen, and one along the top horizontal axis of the screen. Yeah. And I vaguely then, remember talking about that. Yeah. And then the 900 megahertz antenna is inside the carrying handle on the back. Okay. So it's all built internal, but you do have the option of connecting external antennas okay and did you do that then uh well i didn't do it yet but i bought them <laughs> are they so here yet they are that's oh, what these are uh, that's what so that is. sweet and when you plug in these external antennas like they're high efficiency very good antennas okay so i have here this is the zip 9 antenna Whoa. It is for it is the 900 megahertz. Since we're FCC, it's tech, it's specifically 915 megahertz. So it's just got a little coaxial connector that I just screw in there and have it sticking out the front, and I can connect it and disconnect it with every every use. But it has a very good um, pull or polarity pattern to it. Okay, that's upside down. There you go. I don't know if you'll be able to see this. Probably not. But it's got very good polarity to it. It's a good high efficiency antenna. And it is it's as simple as plugging it in, like screwing it in and selecting I'm using the external antenna on the transmitter. Okay. So I have to tell it which antenna I'm using, external or internal. But then I'm good to go. And like these using these external antennas increase is supposed to increase your signal strength as well as your range. Well, yeah, I mean, with a stronger signal strength, you're going to increase the range. Yeah. I mean, that. So I got this from Aloft Hobbies. It was $15. It's not too bad. No, it's not bad at all. Um, Then I also got the 2.4 gig version. It's called the Infinity 24 transmitter antenna. It is this funny little figure. I'm not going to pull it out of the phone yet, but it's this figure eight shape um, with a very flexible antenna cable um and again it, you screw it into the outside you select the that you're using the 2.4 external and it drastically increases your range they're nice. both free sky products they are specifically from free sky okay um again awesome polarity so these will be great when i'm flying in tandem uh with um nine min- nine millimeter or er, 900 megahertz, not guns, RC airplanes. <laughs> I was talking a lot of guns yesterday at my dad's house. Um, so um, when I'm using both types of receivers, having both of these connected, and I will have, like... Can you plug both of them in at the same time? Uh-huh, yeah. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, you can plug both in at the same time and use them at the same time, just like that's you can use the internal ones at the same time. That is very cool. So... Alarm. Um, so, like, they... They advertised that by using these external antennas, you increase your range to like 50 to 100 kilometers. So well beyond visual line of sight. Yeah. But. Well, that's pretty cool. Like. That it, should help with like noise also. Yeah. Like, like that's going to increase signal strength. If you've got overlying noise, cause your signal strength is going to be stronger. So you'll be blowing the noise out and it won't be affecting you as much. Yeah. Yep. Okay, we're going to so. take a quick pause. My children took crazy pills today. Okay, so, <laughs> yeah. So those are the two antennas that I got. All I also right. got two other doodads. One, 
Whoop. The FreeSky XRS SIM dongle. So this is, gosh darn it. In the box. In the box. This is, it's just straight down in the corner. This is a receiver with a USB stick. You, it's basically an XSR receiver, or RXSR receiver, so pre-Archer. It runs on the D16 ACCST protocol, okay. version 2.1.0. Um, but you plug it into your computer, and you control your plug. You connect to your simulator wires wirelessly, no USB cord. That's actually kind of cool. Yeah, it was twenty bucks. I did have to open it up and flash it to the latest firmware because it came with um, the older ACCST D16 firmware. But that was pretty easy. Um, I was able to load the firmware onto the firmware file on my transmitter, plug this into the smart. There's a plug in here that you can connect to with a servo okay. lead, basically. Um, and then you plug that into your transmitter and you just flash the firmware to an external device and it automatically flashes it to this. Sweet. Took maybe five minutes. And I've been I've been flying. It's been nice to actually fly and actually feel how the tandem feels in my hand. It's very different from the Tyrannus X, er, X9B Plus. Yeah, um, I'm sure it is. So well, that's taking yeah. a lot of getting used to. Um, but overall, I'm liking it so far. Okay. So I'm, I'm so you can connect to this. Your or both your transmitters can connect to this. They could. You have to, so since this is not access protocol, it's ACCST. Every time I switch models on my transmitter, like if I want to switch between my real flight model or my Pika Sim model, uh-huh. I have to rebind. Oh, do you really? Yeah. Oh, well, that kind of sucks. Whereas access, you register it and you ne- and you bind it to the various models, and you never have to bind it again. You just pick which model you're using. Yeah. So. That is the downside of ACCST, but it's fine. It's not a big deal because the bind button's there. You just press the bind button while you plug it in. It starts flashing. You tell it to bind on your transmitter, and you're good to go. Okay. So it's pretty straightforward. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah. So it's been nice to actually get flying again. I'm enjoying it. So so that's that. And then the final thing that I haven't done anything with, um, but I'm excited <laughs> for... This is the FreeSky Mini Voltage Meter. Voltage Sensor, excuse me. So you plug this in. The You plug the balance lead. You got to make sure you put it in the right orientation, otherwise you fry the whole thing. Mm, that's always fun. Yeah. Um, but you plug the balance lead of your LiPo battery into these plugs down the side. Okay. And then you plug... On the other side, wow, that is not taped on there well. Whatever. Um, on the other side is the smart port connection. So you plug, you run the servo cable it comes with from that smart port to the smart port connection on your receiver. Okay. And this sends back the telemetry data of your battery. So it'll send back your individual cell voltages. Very nice. And maybe more. I don't know. I haven't used it yet because that's one thing I want to be able to accurately measure. And you can't do that when there's a BEC between the receiver and your battery. No. Because the Archer battery receivers will send back the telemetry of your battery, but they just send back the voltage they're receiving from it. Yeah. So the, 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 so, if so it's they're getting five or nine or whatever volts. Or 12 or B, 14 or know, whatever it's set up Whatever for. your BEC is sending back, which yeah. is most likely between five and ten. So this will tell me exactly the telemetry of my battery. 
Very cool. So I can monitor that in-flight, and I can set up alerts to when this the voltage of a single cell drops down to 3.7 or whatever I choose, I will get an alert, and then I can... I'll, work I'll on clearly it. feel it, but then I will I will know I am I need to bring it in now. Yeah. So so I'm excited for that. That's gonna be fun. I'm gonna put that that'll be something that I transfer between models um and between receivers. Yeah, yeah. And the nice thing is you can just you literally it just goes in line. Yeah, exactly. And it weighs almost nothing. It's so it's, it's not only a couple of grams. Pretty much any of your aircraft. It won't affect anything I put it in. And I'm not gonna put it in like my gent my Willie Nilly's gentle lady. That's just too small. I mean, you could. I could, but, but I'm not going there's to. N- your real estate is low on the gentle lady. Yeah. You don't have a lot of real estate, so. No. So that's going to go in stuff like the Stinson and the Spirit. Yeah. And the F-16. Plus, the thing like the your flying wing or the gentle lady, like the battery that you're putting in there, you're 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 going to get. Uh, 45 minutes to an hour worth of flight. Not the flying wing. I might get 10. Oh, really? Oh, that's even a smaller battery. That's yeah, right. That's, that's a small smaller. battery, and it requires a lot of power to move it through the air. Like, that is not yeah, a slow-flying plane. Yeah, that one requires. So that one, not so much. But the, the Gentle Lady, you're not going to be using no. a ton of power on that thing. No, not unless I use the... the unless well, unless I'm using the power pod, and yeah. then I'll use a little bit, but that still won't be terrible. Yeah. Or you're so. doing some kind of crazy acrobatic stuff. Yeah. Which potentially in the future, but not. Potentially, but probably not. It's a, <laughs> it's a two-channel glider. Yeah. So so those are my new products. I'm very excited for them. Do I have anything else? I do have one other thing. What is it? So the Cub that I'm building with my father-in-law, Uh-huh. I was going to put the Sato FA82B nitro four-stroke motor on oh, it. Oh, yeah. That's the, where is it at? It's gone. It's on its way to Missouri. For your... I sold it. Whoa. Oh, for, okay. as, for exactly what I bought it for, so I'm all right with that. No, there's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. Um, but no, I decided nitro gas, nitromethane fuel is about $30 a gallon. Okay. That is absurd. Yeah, but... And it spoils pretty quick. But that, that you're not going to... You're putting ounces in a plane. Yeah. Like four. So I'd go through at least a gallon in one flying season. No, you put like in the cu- in the cub. I put in like a twelve ounce tank. Okay, but you twelve ounces, and that's going to get you quite a bit of flying time. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that there's. I'm not. No, but here, I'm just here's what I'm doing. That thirty dollars a gallon is going to get you more than one fly. I mean, like you're yeah. not going to buy a gallon. You'd buy half a gallon, and that would get you through the season of flying. True. But that's still fifteen to twenty dollars that I'm spending on that fuel. I, I mean, yeah. When yeah. I could instead go to the gas station and buy a gallon of fuel for three dollars and fifty cents and put in a bit of oil and, and run it on stage. no, and then run it on the FG fourteen C, okay, which is a gas four stroke engine. A four stroke, oh, okay. So it's still four stroke. Yeah, but it runs on. Regular gas and, st- and an oil mixture instead of nitro. So I can then feel okay if I mix up a gallon of fuel, use half of it, and the rest spoils, and I can't use it. Because it's... And I can discard it properly. That would only be about $5 with the mix. Exactly. Then I'm only out a few bucks instead yeah. of a lot of bucks. Yeah, I mean, okay. I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not opposed to it. I'm just... I, I, like, those that are flying the difference between the nitro and the gas, 
give us your comments of what you think about his decision here. <laughs> Yeah, uh, because we, we we'd like to talk about it, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I don't think there's an. I don't know one is better than the other. I, I just cost of fuel. Like the gas engine is more expensive up front. Okay. Like the gas engine is twice as much as the nitro engine. Okay. It also uses a ignition module because it has an actual spark plug that it has to have uh-huh. timing with yeah. and spark. Um. So you need a battery for that ignition module. So not a big deal. It for could that, be but. a little bit more weight. There, there's a, there's a downfall, potentially. So potentially, yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, it's these the module that comes on the F14C or the um, FG14C is new and very lightweight and small. Okay. And it's got a nice long cord, so I can run it back to the center of gravity, so I don't have to worry so much about balance issues. All right. Potentially. Yeah. Um, and it's the exact same size as the FA82, so it should it'll it should fit right fit in. right in, no issues. But the fuel is a tenth. Like, that right there sells me. Okay. I will, and I will, like, I, I will be more excited, and it's, like, there's no, when you're flying nitromethane fuel, it's very messy. Like, it's, there's a lot of spray out of your muffler, and it makes a mess of your plane. You have to wash your plane, okay. like, wipe your plane down. You don't get that with gas. Okay. At least not nearly as much from what I've heard. So clean as long ups, as your oil mix is right, right? Because if you're heavy on oil, then well, yeah. So long as you have it tuned properly and all get, that, you'll get. So fuel is cheaper, cleanup is easier. Those are my pros. Like I will feel good about flying that plane a lot. Whereas if it were nitro, you're... I'd be like, I have to regulate my flying so that I don't use up more than the one gallon, and I end up wasting most of a gallon for buying two gallons. So I will like I will feel better about flying the, the, that plane like in I a said, gas engine. I, I, I just find it interesting, and I, I would yeah. love to hear your your because I know there's people out there that are flying nitro. Oh, yeah. I know there's people out there that are flying gas, uh, and I'm sure there's a heavy debate out there because mm-hmm. anytime there's two things that are – like there's a heavy debate going – um, electric versus using a fuel source. Yeah. Um, and, and don't get me wrong, nitro is awesome. It's just expensive, and I have a limited budget. So the the cheaper I can get out and fly, the better. Yeah, and and I would say that's a great reason to change. Yeah. So and since my father in law goes on in on the build, like it's our build together, he helped me pick up the the gas engine. It should be here on Wednesday. Sweet. Um, so before this releases, I'll have, I'll have it. If I do, I'll put up pictures on my Instagram. So look for that or have looked for that. I'm not sure how to say that because that's in the future, yeah. but it'll be the past for this. Have Will had looked <laughs> for it? <laughs> anyway. That Big Bang clip that I did that one yeah. time? Yeah. Um, I do want to s- hear your comments about that. So yeah. let us know what you think. Um, and, um, obviously keep it civil, but we would like <laughs> to hear your thoughts on the different fuels, um, and what you, you pro, your pros and cons and what you're currently flying, you know, if yeah. you're a fuel flyer right now. So, yep. well, so, very cool. That's Good exciting. That learning is learning how to use that. Cause it, it'll be a little bit different. It'll be a, l- it's, it takes a little bit more careful tuning. Yeah. yeah I imagine up, so. I, I will f- like, again, I will feel okay 
burning through a ton of fuel tuning that in perfectly. And then once you learn how to use that and tune in that uh, four-stroke, you can then come over and help me with one of the four-stroke engines that I have. It's not for a airplane. On one of your scooters? Uh-huh. Yeah. Why aren't those two-strokes? That might be a two-stroke. I'm pretty sure I those are two-strokes. Four-strokes on scooters are big. All of the uh, all of my other ones, I only have one that's gas. The yeah. other rest are all electric. I'm pretty sure it's a two-stroke, so, but yeah, we'll look at it. Maybe it is. Maybe. But then you'll learn. You'll know, and I know there's a difference between four and two, but well, you'll I have an understand a, a conceptual understanding of it. Well, there's a two-stroke engine on my weed eater, and I know how to work that. Yeah, see, I don't. And it's basically the same engine as on the scooter. I have all electric stuff because <laughs> fuel is messy. So, <laughs> that, again, Nate, don't get mad at me. I just What happens when an EMP goes off? We're all hosed. I mean, fuel is messy. That's true. <laughs> All right, so there you go. And as long as my electronic equipment is turned off, it doesn't matter if the EMP goes off. It only affects it if it's on. Yeah, okay. Or really close to the source. Yeah. Because then it could, you know, through uh, some electrical phenomenon. Yeah. um, But it could then affect it. Science with Steven. Yeah. (laughs) Not going to go into that. Most of you probably know more about that than I do, but, you know. That's your product. So nice. That is my cool. Do I have any others? I don't think so. I don't have any new products. No, that's it. I am looking Ooh. for a car, truck. I can't decide if I want to go for a speed or for um, a rock collar. Oh, RC, RC truck. Yeah, what would I, I, be talking I thought big, like full scale, real yeah. truck. I'm yes, like, why? But RC. Okay. Full scale. But RC. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna s- control right. it with my TX90. There you go. <laughs> or seven, QX7. My QX7. Sorry. Right. Yeah. All right. So, so what have you been looking? So rock well, crawler I've looked or speed? at the one tenth size of the same ones that the you've looked at. SCX10. Yeah, I've looked those at those. Sweet. Those are pretty awesome. Um, I've also loved. <laughs> Excuse me. Briefly looked at some. Uh, I don't remember the brand um, of uh, racing truck car. They're they're Are they the, trucks. Well, they somehow like it's this. It's a it's a. There's trucks the, and buggies and truggies. Well, these that I've looked at. Are all the same frame basically, mm-hmm. and you just put a different. You can put a different top, and they have truck ones, they have buggy ones, and it's well. That's essentially what the SCX twenty fours and tens are. Yeah, they're very similar. Shell. To that. Yeah, like my X, my Savage X, yeah, HPI that Savage. Over there. That that thing, I have three different shells for that. Yeah, so the ones I've been looking at, um, they have like I can buy the beginning kit, which will have a shell, and then you mm-hmm. can change out. The whole aspect of the yeah. thing. So yeah, you can buy new shells and paint them. Yeah, those uh, start around. I think the cheap ones I saw for two sixty, okay. um, but the ones I was really looking at were right around the eight fifty mark. Where were you looking? All over the place, both hobby stores that are local here and mm. online. Okay. So going to where did I get the advertisements? I get advertisements. It's not uh uh, I don't remember. There's one I get advertised. Hobby it? King, Horizon Hobby. Horizon Hobby. Hobby. Okay. Horizon Hobby. So I've looked at a couple on there. So. Nice. I haven't decided for sure. Mostly uh, the decision process will take a while because i got to save up some money. Yeah. 
So um, but talking to the guy. So the guys over at the back counter of West Valley Hobbies, uh-huh. they're like they're very into the cars. Yeah. So yeah, talk talking to them will be good. Just I get should a, at least I get ideas get over there. Talk um, to them. Watch some YouTube videos on their recommendations and see what I like. Yeah. Although the one tenth might be something I'll get anyway, yeah. just because having fun with the one sixty or one twenty fourth. Yeah. Those have been. Oh, me and the boys, we were out there earlier tonight. Pretty awesome. They're dirty. I can see you're playing with them. They're I, like the water, <laughs> the the little island in my front yard yeah. with the rocks and stuff. I have a I have a course. Yeah, that's awesome. You need to take some video of that and put I it did. Out there. It's already on Instagram. Oh well, you need to make longer videos and put it in YouTube. I do, <laughs> but that requires editing time, and I don't have that right now. <sighs> so I true. barely have that right now. So true, so true. And the little t- free time I do have, I've been spending on building. So, um, I mean, we've mostly been in the air, right? Yeah. But those of you that have been participating or, or consuming this and that are uh, like the cars, the drop rock crawlers, whatever, you know, let me know if you have any that you really like. Um, obviously, I want to go hobby style so I can replace all of the parts when I break them. Yep. Because I will probably break them. Yep. Just because. Um, and yep. my tiny trainer is still not been completed. So that's the other product that I have <sighs> that I haven't finished yet. And I think about it all the time because it's in my office. You could finish it. I need to clean off my office. because I, I, I My office has been needs, – needs some love, and I haven't cleaned it lately. So um, I've been working on other projects. Yeah. So, but it's on the list. <laughs> I bet I think you could easily finish it on your own. I probably could just turn on the video for it and just you know watch it and one step at a time. Yeah. Yep. Do it. You because the power pod's done, the main fuselage is done. You yep. could easily do the rest of it. Yeah, I really could. I it's just literally taking the time. Yep. Applying the time. So, but yep, that's I the only you. things like I right I haven't actually got anything new, um, but that's what I'm looking at. Um, so. Um, my, uh, I gotta tell you a story. My sister-in-law, mm. this is, uh, she got, this is a long story. I'm going to cut it down, <laughs> but she got, she bought a kite, ki- a couple kayaks. Right. We were I, just recently, I was on vacation up in Idaho near a lake and she was going to take the kayaks and she yeah. got talked out of it because where we were going, her, their, the neighbors were going to have kayaks and we could borrow them and whatever. Anyway, <laughs> we didn't. We just yeah. played in the lake, not with the kayaks. But after she bought the kayaks, um, she had found out that her brother and her father had just bought boats, RC boats. Oh, fun. <laughs> so guess what her job is now? Buying another boat? No. She is them? now the retriever. Because <laughs> oh, she's in the kayak. Because <laughs> she's in the kayak. <laughs> yep. I'm like, oh, that's such a great idea. I have to know when you guys go. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, funny. But they have a house. They have property, not a house. It's just property up um, in between Strawberry and Deer Creek. Oh, sweet. It's closer to Deer Creek. They're like they're just roll out and go to mm. Deer Creek. But it's up on the top side of Deer Creek. So okay, yeah. Between Strawberry and Deer yeah. Creek. <laughs> nice. Which are two, la- two lakes here in Utah. So. Reservoirs. Yeah. Yeah, actually, both of them are reservoirs. Yep. Strawberry Reservoir and Deer Creek Reservoir. So, Very but, fun. Uh, yeah, so... So how, how are the boats? 
Did uh, you get I, to drive one? We didn't get to. No, oh. they they didn't actually go with us on this trip. Jerks. It, it's her side of the family. So. Oh, gotcha. Not the side of the family that we were on. <laughs> oh, okay. Because we're both married into the family that we went and visited oh. this weekend. Gotcha. So my wife and her husband are brother and sister. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. So. Well, fine. Now you know about the family. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm hoping I can um, kind of snuggle my way in or sneak my way in. I guess not snuggle, but yeah, sneak my way <laughs> sneak my way in there to go on some of the trips and get some footage of them doing it. And, and That'd be fun with the Mavic. Yeah. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, sweet. And the GoPro. Yeah. Both. Yeah. So. Yep. We'll see if I can get some. If I do, I will put them out there in the world so you guys can see it and check it out. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. How about latest outings? Did you get anything? One. I okay. Get, I, well, technically two, sort of. <laughs> um, so earlier today, like I said, me and the boys went outside and drove around the SCX 24s. That's very cool. I got some fun video, put it up on my Instagram. Um, but, yeah, awesome. so I've got this weird rock feature that used to be a water fountain. But the pump broke, so it's just a rock feature in my okay. front yard. Um, but you can climb up one side and down the other, or you can climb down the first side. But you can't climb back up the second side. It's too steep. But you can go down it if you're very careful. Oh, okay. Without rolling or anything. Uh-huh. Oh, nice. Or getting your wheel stuck in a crevice. Oh, okay. But, yeah, it's 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 pretty cool. I'm quite pleased with it. Yeah. And there's a big, huge dirt mound behind the rock feature that you can crawl all over. So we had a lot. The boys had a ton of fun with that. I got to like they once they were done, they wanted paper airplanes. So we made paper airplanes and they were chucking those around the yard while I continued to drive the crop crawlers. Yeah, because you've never put those batteries to the ground, have you? Oh, I do all the time. Oh, do you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because there was an episode where have, the batteries died and, and the kids were still wanting to play. I have three sets of batteries for each one. <laughs> so, Very nice. So, like, you, yeah, you have it, a lot of fun. And the the our, the Liperior 2S 500 milliamps, those yeah. will run for 45 minutes on these things. Oh, my gosh. That is amazing. Whereas the 300 milliamps they, or 350 milliamps they came with will run for like... 15 minutes? No, half an hour. Uh, half hour? Okay. So... Yeah, like well, that makes there's sense. a ton of drive time in these trucks. Yeah, that is pretty awesome. So, so we did a lot of that. Um, my other outing, I just on the simulator, just getting used to the feel of the tandem. Um, I decided I want to do some skills practice, like we've talked about, deliberate practice. Yeah. So, Real Flight Eight has what's called, have challenges built in, so you can improve your flying. Okay. One of their challenges is spot landing. So you start off with an aircraft, you get up to a certain excuse me, certain point, and then it lights up a target and on the runway. And you have to land on that. And you have to land on it. And then the second stage is the same thing, but with gates down either s- along the runway, so you have to come in with the runway. Oh, okay. And then it moves on to like a glider spot landing and a dead stick spot landing and all this sort of stuff in various planes. But I just sat there on the first level with the basic high wing trainer plane, tricycle gear, and just ran that over and over again trying to get my landing. That airplane... That- Simulator huh? cost. Uh, that one's a hundred bucks. That's a hundred dollar one. Okay. Yeah. So, but I bummed it off my father in law because he never uses it, so I I have it now. <laughs> Just like a lot of things I have. Yeah, Derek, you have a lot of friends that are in this uh, have more money than me, and me, and they give you stuff all the time. It's true. So, 
I'm a little jealous of that, but that's that's I, I've gotten lucky. That's yes, you have. So <laughs> so that was my other outing, just practice, deliberate practice. That the the one airplane on that first level of the challenge for spot landing is a very slippery plane. Oh, is it? Yeah, I don't like it. Oh. <laughs> and there's bad. no there's no way to choose a different plane in the challenge. The challenge is with that plane. You have to do it with that plane. Yeah. It's very frustrating. <laughs> but you're only getting better, right? Slowly. Very slowly. <laughs> but yeah, that is the goal is to get better, so and that's okay. So that that those have been my outings. Very cool. That's I'm I, hoping to get out again soon, actually in the air. I took but. my drone, my DJI drone, my quadcopter with to the vacation that we went to. Yeah. But I never took it out. So my outing was not <sighs> sad. Well, I I mean, we were pretty busy doing a bunch of stuff. Um and when we went to the lake, I forgot to take the drone with me. Picks or it didn't happen. Yeah, I know. Drone footage or it didn't happen. I, I know, <laughs> and it didn't happen. Waste of a trip. But this, this, I, I'm not gonna lie that, that, that I should have taken my hammock with me because oh. there were so many trees in this area. And I'm sure it was beautiful. Up oh, there. it was amazing. Why didn't you? Double fail. It was. I took the drone with me to the trip. I just never took it out. I didn't even take the hammock with me. On yeah, the that's trip. a full on double fail. Yeah. I, I took twice. my hammock to Georgia just in case. I never got it out, but just in case. I know. I, I failed. I'm a failure. It's embarrassing. It, yeah, it really is. On both accounts, I could have flown the drone so in the hammock. You could have. Which would have been like ideal. All the proximity warnings. <laughs> <laughs> tree, 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 tree. Yes. <laughs> but <laughs> so I did. That was my near outing. It was a near miss. I don't think that counts, guys. I don't think so either. But that's all, all I've right. had. That's all I've had. Project updates then. <sighs> well, we know where my projects are. All right. His projects are moving nowhere. Yeah, they really are. I mean, I did do research on finding an RC car. Two okay, different well, ones. Okay. Yeah, that, that is. That is part of a project. That is. Right? That is, that so is quality I've done time some spent. research on that. Not a lot. Um, probably only maybe two hours. You um, need to get your... Uh, RoboMasters out. Oh, I, I look at them. They're sitting on my shelf. I look at them all the time, and I think, ah, where I need to. I want. I need to get a good board that I can put out in my backyard, so we can. That's right, because your boards are all warped, they're all like warped. potato chips. Yes, and it's not as fun. Like they go on grass if I keep it trimmed, but they're they're really more of a smooth, smoother surface yeah. type of truck. Um, but they're super, super fun. You just um, need to take them over to the church parking lot. I, that's where I really should go and set up the course over there. Yeah. And just because it's perfect. It's got enough little wavy hills, but it's pretty much smooth. Um, and then we could take some obstacles and set up some oh, yeah. course. I should do that. That'd be fun. I should take this summer, <laughs> do a trip over there on a Saturday or something. That'd be fun. Oh, yeah. All take right. all the equipment. So, but yeah, that's my latest uh, product project update. Up project. Project updates. updates. I know. I'm a slacker. It's okay. I've been working hard. You have a lot. So, part of this is what I realized I forgot I, or I put the, like, remember how last week I put Gentle Lady on my list of things to discuss in project updates? Yeah. And I had no idea why. I remember why. It's because I got the covering 
for the main section of the wing on and shrunk down. That is that is so nice looking. And this last little, like last night actually, I put the black tips on the wings. So I now have very good, hopefully, we'll see how it is in the sky, but I'm sure it'll be super clear, orientation of left versus right. I And I really like the black tips. That, that looks really so great. nice. I can't wait to see that in the air. Yeah. Um, and I learned a fun trick. So when I built this wing, um, I wasn't paying fully attention when I put on the second wing tip panel, and it warped the center panel. Like, it twisted it pretty bad. Okay. So I put the covering on, and that twist was there. Like, I set it down on a flat surface, and I, the front was sticking up, like, half an inch at least. Oh, my gosh. That's it was bad. Almost so, unfly- that will be That would be unflyable. Yeah, so I did some research online on how to fix that, and they one video that I found said what you do is you manu- you take your you hold it and you twist it back into the position that you want it to be. Okay. And then you run heat over the undersurface of it and it'll shrink and tighten it and the covering will hold it in the straight position. Very cool. So I I did that. I held I twisted it and held it where it needed to be, turned the heat gun on high and just ran it back and is forth. Is that why your heat gun was clamped on here? Yeah. Right there. Yep. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So I did that and it's now perfectly flat. That is so Both cool. Both panels are perfectly flat, and it is ready to fly. And it's, oops, sorry. Yeah, oops. When you're looking at wing, building your wing, you want to be careful of left to right, so lateral balance. Yeah. And if I can get my finger in the right spot. That is the, very nice. One side is a tiny bit heavier, but not by much. You're not right in the center, though. Like, you were slightly to the right. Was I? Yeah, slightly to my side. Well, let's take a look, see if I can... Oh, look at that. Go. See? Like... So, I'm c- very pleased with how balanced that came out. That is... I'm very So, I can't that. wait to get that in the air. So, I got the wing fully covered. It is ready to go. And I have the fuselage covered. That so I've got nice. a black battery hatch. Yeah. The front half up to the trailing edge of the wing is dark blue. The underside is black. And then the tail section, I did transparent blue, and I didn't realize how poorly it would match up with the dark blue of the front, so I'm not too pleased with that, but it's all right. Um, it, it'll match the blue of my tail feathers. Yeah. But it's it's all right. It'll be it'll be good to it'll be easy to see in the sky. Yes. Because yes. it's a nice big dark bar. So. Yeah, you'll be able to tell if you're upside down or not. Yeah. So. That uh, that's where I'm at right now. The next step is to mount or to hinge the tail fins, and then mount them on the plane, and then finish connecting the control surfaces or the control rods, and then it's ready to fly. You have to invite me when uh, you go. Oh, I will. Yeah, I'll need a cameraman. <laughs> I'll be the cameraman. So I'm really excited for that, and, and I figure my first few flights I'll just chuck it, and then I'll use the mini high start that I'm going to make for it. Okay. And then during all that process, I will build its power pot, which I still have down here. So you can get some gliding out there mm-hmm. and then power it up. Yep, exactly. And glide it down. And that is really fun. I do. I mean, it is fun to take it up and just let it glide down. Yeah, I'm super excited. What I what I want to try is combine the power pod with the high start. So I high start it up as high as I can get it. And then I power pod it even higher. And I just play in thermals. Get myself, like, the, the high start should get me 100-ish feet 
in the air if I okay. do it right. And then I can power pod up to like 200 where I can start feeling thermals and finding them. And then it's just a matter of finding them and controlling below the 400 feet. Yep. But I, I have the Archer GR6 in it ready to go. So I've already got my telemetry and I've got the model set up on my transmitter. It's all right. And you said the power pack, you're not going to, I mean, the battery monitor that you've got, you're not mm -hmm. going to try to put it in that. No, it's, I don't want to put I that mean, in there because like this, this plane has to be a gram weenie. You have to, you have to count the grams on it. Yeah. I, I haven't weighed it since I've covered it, but the goal is to keep it under 250. Yeah. I am With battery. Too, with battery, yeah. yeah. I'm not too concerned if I go over that. The batteries are, only, are like 20 grams, maybe not even that. I mean, it would be nice just to be able to keep it under, you know, 249 yeah. or less, um, just so you don't have to follow all of the FAA. regulations. Yeah. Um, but if not, you know, you're already going to be ready for that, so it's not going to be a super big deal, but it would be definitely yeah. nice to. I'm not too concerned because I've done it all according to the willy-nilly's guidelines, and everybody, like, only a couple people have come out over 250. Everybody else is like in the 180 range. Oh, wow. So, so way low. I should be fine. Yeah. I haven't put, like, th the receiver weighs nothing. My BEC weighs nothing. The servos are the larger of the recommended servos, but they only weigh a couple grams more. Um, and I've used the recommended coverings, and the, the transparent covering weighs considerably less than the um, opaque covering. Yeah. But... I'm I'm not worried. Very cool. Uh, so, it's gonna be that's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I'm super excited. So uh, that's that's it is for that project the only updates. One? The yeah. only one. Nice. That, that I have been. That's a lot of work you've done. Yeah, I I decided I want to get that thing out and I want to get it in the air. Um, Intermountain slope silent. Intermountain slope. Silent. Intermountain silent flyers. flyers the the glider club here in Utah has a fun fly down at Point of the Mountain coming up in July. And I'd like to, if I can have this ready, it'd be fun to take it and yeah. show everybody. That's going to be nice. And then also get my spirit out again. So Yeah. Because that thing's so much fun to fly. So that's where I'm at on projects. All right. Nothing else. Very cool. So what about, uh, that brings us basically to uh, beginner tips. Do you have any beginner tips? <sighs> Do I have any beginner tips? So I feel like I'm always looking this direction. That's because that's, that's because where my project everything are. is at. It's true. <laughs> that's a pile of boxes I need to throw away. Yeah, it's not much to look at except the except the trucks. Yeah. Um, when you're doing your covering, so this is a bit of a sort of beginner tip. Beginner when it comes to covering, because my word, covering's an adventure. <laughs> um. Figure out the temperatures for your covering because there is a temperature at which the adhesive will activate and will cause it to stick. Okay. And there's a temperature that's considerably higher at which the um, the film will shrink. Okay. And actually tighten into place. Yeah. Learn what those are and find if you need to find a get a test piece of balsa and it cut a small piece of your film. And practice ironing on, figure out how it works, because that it just it prepares you better for when you go in to actually putting it on a plane. Like when I my first covering I ever did was on my Chaos Wing, mm -hmm. and I did the 
battery hatch cover first. Yeah. Because that's just a rectangle, a slightly curved rectangle. Yeah. It's very simple, very smooth. So I learned how to cover with that piece, and then I went on to the fuselage, so it was a box, and then I went on to the wings. And that overall went really well. Um, and then similar thing with the gentle lady, and just the whole thing is take your time, go slow. Don't worry about getting it uber, uber tight in the beginning. Just try and get it on nice and smooth and even so you don't have weird wrinkles halfway yeah. through because you pulled one way instead of the other. Um, and then once it's all on and tacked down and trimmed and fit and all that stuff, then you go over with your higher temperature on either your iron or on a heat gun and you shrink it into place. And when you're doing the shrinking, if you're using the iron, you can kind of go over it slowly to shrink it in. If you're using the heat gun, it's you're either going to have low heat or high heat most of the time. Um, the high heat is very high, so don't be too close. You will cook right through the stuff if you're not careful. Oh, yeah. So find that nice middle ground to shrink it into place and just kind of... It's like it's like you're spray painting. You don't just hold it in one place and just cake on the paint. You do brushing strokes, yeah, sweeping strokes to get a nice even coat. Treat your heat gun in a similar fashion. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. So it's it it's it's an art. It takes practice. You did a very good job on Thank it. Thank you. I am very pleased. I, I the fuselage I'm not uber pleased with. I ended up so when I did the way I did it is I did the um, I did the bottom first, okay. Then I did the top. I think no, I did the bottom, then the sides, then the top, and that's how I did around the back where the transparent blue is. I did the black bottom, transparent blue sides, transparent blue top. Then when I came to the front, I should have done the opaque blue on, around the front of the nose. Yeah, around the front of the nose. Instead, I went to one side. Oh, okay. So I started going to one side, whereas I should have done the bottom so that I could wrap underneath uh -huh. up on one of the sides okay. and then put the side piece on to glue that down, basically. Yeah. And what I ended up having to do was kind of peel back the and one side I down. put on and put on the bottom layer and wrap it under and then put the side piece back over. And that was, that was a nightmare. It turned out pretty well. But to be aware of your order of operations and what pieces go on first. Yeah. So. That's an extensive advanced tip. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Covering is not a beginner thing. If you have someone that can guide you through it, absolutely do. If not, watch a lot of YouTube videos. They are out there. Some of them are kind of old, but they're still good and relevant. Um, and find a, use a test piece first. I like that. And Especially find, with... Do the easy pieces first. Yes. Do the easy pieces first. Figure those out. Because, like, covering's not cheap. The willy-nilly stuff, it's it's three fifty a roll, and the rolls are 18 by 24. And, the, and two coverings will... Two rolls will cover most of their planes. Okay. The gentle lady requires three. Um, so be aware of that you don't want to waste a whole bunch of film. Yeah. So taking the time to get a small, like three or four inch square and test it out and wrap it around a corner and fold it over and all that stuff. Do everything like, you would do on the plane yeah. but as a test piece. It's it's worth it. Yeah. So that will probably save you more doing that than, than mm -hmm. not doing it yeah. because then you won't have to redo as much. So, well, I think that's a good tip. That's a good tip. Not necessarily a beginner tip, but, but definitely a good tip. Yeah. Um, uh, 
for those that are wrapping their their planes, their so, balsa balsa planes balsa yeah. planes. So that's my, all I've got. I don't think I have anything. Nice. My but beginner tip is um, just. I don't. I don't have a beginner. <laughs> do your research, like <laughs> yeah, you're doing, do your, like you're doing with your truck. Yeah, do your research. Yeah, I mean that's what I was thinking of saying is do your research. It's it's a quality tip. Um. Yeah. I mean, like, look, spend some time looking for what you want. I mean, I've been pleased with the purchases I've had. Um. But if I'd spent a little more time researching some of the stuff, I, I still would have gotten those the things I got, but probably in a different order. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so yeah, just spend some time, look some things up. Just you know, it's okay to like just go to the hobby store and buy something, but don't get the eight hundred dollar thing right off the bat. No, like decide that that is something that you're going to get into. Um, because even my first plane was only one hundred fifty dollars. Plus, yeah. then I then plus the few then bits to finish it, stuff but still to finish it. But just the plane itself was. That's, right around one hundred fifty. That's a good price for an ARF kit. Or yeah. For a yeah ARF kit. Yeah. So, uh, just do your research. I think that's a great beginner tip. You know, spend some time looking some things up um, to know that that's going to be what you want. Yeah. Um, especially the bigger ticket items. Like, spend some more time on well, those. And not only something that you want, but something that you can learn on yeah. quickly. And it's going to do what you want. Yeah. Like the Tyrannus, I'm glad I've got that controller. Oh, absolutely. I'll be able to take that through everything. Pretty much everything I'm ever going to fly. Until until FreeSky like no longer supports its software, like yeah. it, it can't be updated to their newest stuff. Yeah, you can fly it, you can use it until it breaks. Yes, exactly. And so that was an expensive purchase, but it was worth it. Yep. At the advice of this guy. Like I didn't do the research. This guy's the one who did the research for yep. me. But mm -hmm. research was done. So, yeah, beginner tip, research. There you go. And that's it. I, I don't have anything really else. Yeah, I, and I've, I'm, that's it for me. I mean, we're a little shorter than an hour, but. That's all right. I, it's not bad. So. Cherish your stories. We'd love to hear them. Um, give us any updates for stories that you have passed on to us. We'll share them here if we can. Yeah. And, uh. Yeah, you want to wrap us up? Sure, I love it. <laughs> so remember, when flying inverted, up is down, and down is expensive. Yeah. <laughs> RPM is how hard you hit the ground, and torque is how far you have to dig to get it out. Yep. Thanks, guys. See you guys.